Welcome to today's edition of CS Computing News, in which we give you a brief but focused look at several of the biggest and most interesting technology-related stories. Our first story is, scientists build tiny radio that could enable the Internet of Things. Researchers designed a tiny radio that could help enable the Internet of Things. In the Internet of Things, everyday devices, like thermostats or refrigerators, connect online and either interact with one another autonomously or receive commands from users. The new radio, which scientists from Stanford University and the University of California, Berkeley, developed, could fit on a small silicon chip that could be used in many types of Internet of Things devices. The radios sit on tiny chips that measure just a few millimeters on each side. The radios are also very inexpensive, costing perhaps a few cents each to make in large quantities because of their size. This is critical because if the Internet of Things is ever to become popular, many everyday devices will need to acquire controllers and communications capabilities cheaply, noted Stanford assistant professor Amin Arbabian. The new radios are long-lasting and very energy-efficient. In fact, they don't need batteries because they harvest power from the incoming electromagnetic signals. They offer considerable processing power and can compute, transmit, and execute the commands the devices send back and forth as part of the Internet of Things. Our second story is, new networking technology could make firewalls ineffective. A new networking technology built as a high-powered version of TCP could render firewalls and other security products useless in many circumstances, according to researchers. Multipath TCP, also known as MPTCP, is still being considered for standardization by the Internet Engineering Task Force. However, it's already used by Apple and its Siri voice recognition software, and by both Cisco Systems and Juniper Networks in some of their equipment. And there are MPTCP implementations for operating systems such as Android, BSD, and Linux, but not yet for Windows. TCP uses just one connection path to send data sets. MPTCP, on the other hand, simultaneously utilizes multiple paths, which improves performance, resource usage, and robustness. However, this huge change in networking technology causes problems for security approaches such as firewalls and deep packet inspection software, which were designed for TCP, noted researchers from security service provider Neohapsis. For example, to enable the use of multiple paths, MPTCP separates TCP data from a specific IP address. This means the packets in one data set could come from multiple addresses. Thus, security products that process data sets coming from one address at a time won't see all the incoming traffic and might miss malicious behavior. In addition, the products may not be able to determine that incoming MPTCP streams are part of the same data set and may not link them together for analysis, the researchers said. Network operators could block all MPTCP packets, they added, but this won't be practical if and when the new technology becomes popular. Our final article is, Google wants permission to test drones that could bring Internet access to remote areas. Google has asked the U.S. Federal Communications Commission, the FCC, for permission to test drones that the company wants to use to provide remote regions with Internet access. The company, 
which says the service could also monitor environmental damage in hard-to-reach areas, wants to test its aircraft for 180 days starting October 6th of this year in north-central New Mexico. Google plans to transmit at frequencies between 910 and 927 megahertz and between 2.4 and 2.414 gigahertz. The company hasn't commented on what it will be transmitting during these tests. Wi-Fi uses a 2.4 gigahertz spectrum, while wireless ISPs, smart utility meters, baby monitors, other types of devices, and some local federal operations use a 900 megahertz spectrum. Google told the FCC that it won't interfere with these uses and is willing to coordinate its work with the National Telecommunications and Information Administration. The company bought drone maker Titan Aerospace in April, reportedly to use its assets in connection with the new project. Last year, Google announced Project Loon, which is already deploying high-altitude balloons to provide Internet access to underserved areas. And Google is reportedly developing a satellite system, costs between $1 billion and $3 billion, also to provide Internet access to remote areas. Thank you for listening, and check back for another edition of CS Computing News.